BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Pure Talk believes in American values and that free should mean exactly that. Free. Switch to Pure Talk today and get a free Samsung 5G smartphone. Qualifying plans start at just 35 bucks a month for unlimited talk, text, and 15 gigs of data and a mobile hotspot. Just go to puretalk.com slash jesse and claim your eligibility for your free brand new Samsung 5G smartphone. Again, go to puretalk.com slash jesse to switch to my cell phone company, Pure Talk. Yo, next round is about to start. You ready? Yeah, yeah, just shopping for a car in Carvana. For real? Yeah, Carvana makes it super convenient to shop whenever, wherever. For real? That's a ton of car options. Yep, and these are all within my price range. For really real? You can afford that? Yeah, with Carvana. And boom, just like that, I'm getting it delivered in a couple days. For really, really real? You just bought a car. For real, and you just lost. My turn. Visit Carvana.com to shop for thousands of vehicles under $20,000. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, another hour of the Jesse Kelly Show, and no, I still don't know, Chris, whether we're doing the phone call thing tonight. I don't like taking them that much. Look, I don't like taking them that much. I'd like to focus on me, really. (laughs) We're not even doing any guests tonight. You can email the show. And look, you can email jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Now, I have to answer this question about PTSD before I get into history. I promised you I'd do history this time tonight, and I'll get to that. And yeah, we still have George Soros, George, uh, Joe Biden's crooked executive orders. We have all this stuff still coming on the Jesse Kelly Show. And I'm going to replay that uh, Dr. Naomi Wolf interview in parts so we can kind of talk our way through it. But before I get to that, before I get to any of that, someone wanted to know, PTSD, what's it like? How, how could you help? So on and so forth. Well, I've told the story before. When I got back from Iraq, I actually was scheduled. My four years in the Marines was up. It just kind of worked out this way. It was up about two or three months, I think, after I got back from Iraq. 
So I basically got back from Iraq and started processing out. And it's a whole process to get out. You're turning in gear and they're doing medical checkups and all kinds of stuff. I started processing out. That's a long way of saying, boom, eventually I'm driving off the base and now I'm a civilian and I'm pretty fresh back from combat. Well, I was a very, very angry person at the time. A very violent person. I wanted to hurt people still. I had moments where I wanted to kill people. I've told you before where I I would have uh, dreams, not just daydreams, night dreams too, that the president appointed me to be the guy who would go around and execute all the pedophiles that were in prisons. I mean, I know that's sick and crazy and wrong. I understand that. I'm just being honest with you. That's, and I don't mean this happened once. This was just something I would think, man, I'd love to kill people. Wait, killing people is wrong. Oh, wait but they're pedophiles. I bet we could do like your mind starts walking that way, right? I know this is not right. I know it's not wired, right? I'm not defending it, but I would have these thoughts. And so I'd moved to Tucson because my folks had started a construction business. About the time I joined the Marines, they started their own construction business and it had moved to Tucson. And that's what I was going to do. Go back into construction. That's what I thought I was going to do most of my life. And I would go to work and I would go to community college part-time. Shut up, Chris. And then when I was done, I would go home and I would turn out all the lights. I would shut all the blinds and I would sit by myself in the dark and drink beer. Now, that's not healthy, but I didn't want to be around other people. I felt like I was violent. I felt like people didn't know me anymore. I just didn't, I didn't like humanity at the time. And I'll be honest with you still to this day, like, I, I, don't worry, don't worry. I don't, I don't close all the blinds and whatnot and sit by myself and drink beer. But still to this day, and I have no idea what this is, and I was never like this before. I don't know what the problem is. I don't know what's wrong with me. To this day, I like the dark. I prefer to be in the dark. Like even now, we have the studio lights on because, well, I mean, we've always had the lights on. It would probably be a little awkward for Chris and Michael if they're looking through the glass at a pitch black room right now. But... I like the dark. If I had my druthers, I would turn out all the lights and do the show in the dark. Now, we can't do that. Remember, if you want to watch me do the radio show, by the way, the, the simulcast is up. You have to go to thefirsttv.com slash jesse and sign up. It's 100 bucks for the year. Thefirsttv.com slash jesse. You can watch me do it. But to this day, I prefer the dark. Now, I don't live in the dark. I'm not a freaking bat. I go home, I have the wife there, kids there. I'm not going to turn out all the lights on them, but they'll catch me regularly. If I'm off having a moment by myself or something like that, they'll come in the room and I'll be there in the dark and I'll get yelled at. What are you, a vampire? Turn on the lights in this. I prefer the dark. I don't know why that is. Ever since I got back, I found comfort in the dark. Now, eventually, by the grace of God, I came out of that. I eventually came out of that. That manifests itself in different ways with different people who are struggling with PTSD. Veterans, if you're going through this right now, I will tell you this. I do understand one thing. Everyone has their own story and their own thing they went through and their own thing they saw. One thing that seems to be pretty universal is people feel alone. You feel like no one else understands. He wouldn't get it. He's going to judge me. She won't get it. There are great resources out there now for veterans who need some help. Reach out and get yourself some help, okay? There are great things out there. One of my buddies 
uh, that I was in Iraq with lost his freaking mind about it. A couple years ago was struggling with alcohol. That's usually a factor, struggling with alcohol. He's pulling out guns. He's shooting at the cops. I mean, really, really bad way. Was not that hard to make a couple phone calls and find a veterans organization that would take him in, that would take him in. And remember, there's a hotline out there. There is a hotline, a PTSD hotline. There are people on the other end of that phone who understand you fellas, all right? And ladies, 886-210-1303. 886-210-1303. If you're hearing the sound of my voice, you're struggling, go get some help. That's enough of that. And you know what? That's enough of politics right now. I will get back, I swear, to Joe Biden and gas prices and George Soros and whatnot. But I have decided, I've made an executive decision, since it's just not working out otherwise, that I'm going to start mixing in more history into my show at random moments. Probably won't be every day, not by any stretch of the imagination, but whenever I get a wild hair, maybe I'm reading something, maybe I'm into something, I'm going to tell a story. Let's tell a story. Just you and me. Can you imagine how scary it would be to be surrounded by an enemy and know you were going to die? I don't mean think you're going to die. Think you might die. Oh, this is dangerous. Imagine if you ever got to the point. How would you react? How would you react if you got to the point where you were surrounded by people trying to kill you and you knew you and everyone around you was going to die and you knew it for a fact? How would you react? What would you do? Human beings do a lot of different things in that situation. It is not uncommon, even for trained warriors in that situation, to give up. There's stories throughout history of people giving up in situations like that. When Hannibal had the Roman armies surrounded and he was slaughtering them and they knew they were all going to die, they found guys at the center of it who had dug a hole in the ground, get this for desperation, dug a hole in the ground, not a deep one, obviously, there's a lot going on, and they simply put their heads in the hole and covered it up with dirt and and suffocated themselves to death. In the war in the Pacific, you know, I geek out on the war in the Pacific of World War II, not uncommon at all for soldiers on every side. When you're surrounded by the Japanese, the Japanese were coming, you really didn't want to get captured by the Japanese, Soldiers would lay down their arms sometimes and show them their necks on the way by. Hey, please slice my neck. I mean, crazy stuff, right? And yes, I swear, this is a political show. Tough. I like to do history from time to time. Well, there's a war hero in a cool story you've probably never heard of before. The guy's name, we'll get to him in a minute, is Adolf Metzger. Now, it does suck. Uh, There was a German who came around a few years later and kind of ruined the whole Adolf name for everybody. (laughs) No one one gets that name anymore now for, you know, reasons. But Adolf Metzger, this is back in basically Civil War era in America. He was from Germany. He was a German immigrant. You should know that it was a common thing back then to have whole units basically in the army of people from different nationalities there were units where, where you would have a hard time giving orders in English. Tons of Germans, tons of Irish back in the day. He was a German. Signs up Civil War, 
fights in the Civil War, saw action in Gettysburg, decided the whole army life thing was the life for him and that he was going to stick with it. Which brings us to the greatest massacre of Union Army troops there ever was until General Custer led 200 men to their death. Prior to Custer at Little Bighorn, this was the one everyone talked about. And I'm going to tell you a cool story about American history and an American hero in a second. And then we'll get to, back to how bad Joe Biden sucks <laughs> and this Dr. Naomi Wolf interview and much more. But let's talk about holidays. You know, one of the things I love about my pillow, it's not just that they don't spit in my face and spit on my values. I mean, we talked yesterday about Pizza Hut. Burger King, for, ple- for Pete's sake, has gay burgers you can order with two bottoms or two tops when it comes to the buns. I'm not making that up. You never see my pillow do that, do you? Never. If you see Mike Lindell and my pillow on the news, it's because they're out there fighting for what you believe, fighting for what you care about. Right now, they're selling the greatest freaking slippers ever for $90 off, and Father's Day is right around the corner. Does your dad like to wear comfortable things? Believe me when I tell you, he will like one of these. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener specials, and use the promo code JESSE to get the greatest slippers ever, my slippers, $90 off. MyPillow.com, radio listener specials, promo code JESSE, or you can call 800-845-0544. Go get some my slippers. The Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Tuesday. Chris, I almost just let it play. You have no idea how... Am I allowed to let it play? I don't... I mean, I don't get me wrong. I know the suits would probably pitch a fit if we just played music. We used to do that. <laughs> but is it allowed? Is there, there's got to be laws against that, right? It won't make it in the podcast. Remember, the whole show's podcasted. If you can't catch the whole three hours live, which I have a hard time believing you can't set aside three hours every day for me. But if you can't set three hours aside live, the whole show's podcasted on iHeart, Google, Spotify, and iTunes. All right. Go sign up. Enjoy the podcast download. Now, for you new listeners, I realize probably a bunch of new people listening as we speak. I swear on my life, we do do some politics on the show. Uh, it is considered, I guess, conservative talk, but I love history. I'm a history nerd. Shut up, Chris. You're a nerd. Anyway, I love history. I'm a history nerd, and we're telling a history story right now, a history story about, well, heroism and disaster. Now, I told you the guy's name is Adolf Metzger. He saw some battle at Gettysburg, decided to stay in the Army, got himself married. Let's set Adolf aside for just a moment. I think I should probably call him something other than Adolf, Chris. You know, no, that's his name. Look, that's his name. Just because some idiot in Germany ruined it. I know it wasn't Hitler, Chris, but what if people get confused? All right, forget about it. Anyway, now this is a time when we are busy, post-Civil War especially, when we're busy conquering the American West from the Indians. And each side likes to totally misrepresent what's happening. The left will will do this thing all the time. The communists love to do this. This is stolen land. 
Stolen land from the peaceful Indians who just wanted to smoke peace pipes and live in harmony with nature. They didn't even believe in land ownership. You know, you heard all this idiot stuff from your social studies teacher. All that was crap. All that is totally wrong. That's a lie. They were a bunch, a bunch of different tribes. They were almost always at war with each other over the land, over who got to hunt here, who got to go there. And by the way, that doesn't make the tribes tribes evil. That's just the nature of man. I love the tribes, so I'm biased in this. But forget about the communist stuff. But the right makes mistakes in this too. The right will try to say things, and I don't want. I don't know why we do this. No, we were so kind to the Indians. Treated them like a million bucks, and those dirty savages chose to rebel anyway. Stop. We conquered the Indians. Just like every other spit of land on earth has been conquered from tribal peoples by more advanced nations, we got to America, we wanted it all, east to west, and we conquered it all. Post-Civil War was a time there was a lot of that conquest out west. Now... Because we were always a nation that was conflicted about this, we were trying to work with this tribe or work with that tribe or we'll set aside some land for you here or set aside some land for you there. That was just what we, that's how we did it. And then this general would take over and things would get better or that one would take over. This would get worse. The politicians change. The bureaucrats change, right? There's not one monolithic way to look at how we handled the Indians in the country. Now, back to the the divisions in the tribe to set things up here. Remember, this is the Jesse Kelly show, and I swear we do do politics, but if you don't like some history now and then... Buenas tardes. Buenas tardes to you. The tribes didn't like each other. Sometimes they'd be allies. Sometimes they were mortal enemies. The Crow is one Indian tribe, right? Very cool tribe. There are a few other tribes. The Lakota. You probably know them as the Sioux, but the Lakota, the Arapaho... The Cheyenne. The Sioux and Cheyenne are two of my favorite tribes. Just I like the warrior culture part of it. That's just, that doesn't matter at all. You should understand the Lakota, Cheyenne, and Arapaho, they worked together a lot. They were buds. That's an oversimplification, but they were. And they hated the Crow. We decided as part of one of our deals, we were going to hand this big chunk of land, this, this primo spot of land, to the crow. We worked with the crow a lot. Hey, crow, thanks for helping us out. Here's some sweet land for you. Now, the Sioux and the Cheyenne and the Arapaho, they had their own kind of areas they were sticking to until all the buffalo got killed there, oftentimes killed by the settlers who were moving out west, oftentimes killed by the army. Sometimes it was done on purpose by the army to try to starve the Indian tribes. Well, the Lakota... Cheyenne and Arapaho looked over at that crow land and they said, okay, our land sucks now. We want your land. We're going to come take it. And they decided to move in. And that's, again, that's not evil or good. That's just the way it's always worked. That's the way mankind works. It's not a tribal thing. That's the way mankind works. Well, at this point in time, we were moving people out west through a lot of different ways. There were a lot of different routes and it wasn't easy to get out west. It was very sparse. They're very, very sparse. It's not like they had a, a gigantic 7-Eleven on every corner out there. It was sparse and it was very unsafe because we're at war with so many of these Indian tribes. Or, and this is going to complicate the story even more, sometimes you weren't at war and then maybe one tiny band of that tribe would maybe get liquored up and then decide to go raid a settlement. 
Well, we never accepted that they weren't all one homogenous thing. Some group of liquored up 20-year-old Indians roll in and kill a bunch of people. We decide, man, all the Sioux have declared war when most of the Sioux were all, wait a minute, what? That's not even us. That's not even my clan, right? And so it got very, it got very complicated. It gets very confusing, but that was a long way to say this. Settlers began to get attacked on their way up the Bozeman Trail. The Bozeman Trail was simply a way for you to get out west, get, get, uh, get to Oregon. It was a way to get you to Oregon. It was a rough trail, but it was, you know, it's, you could certainly die, and many did taking it, but it was the only way you were going to get there. Now, there's this thing about Americans. Remember, social contract. We talk about it all the time right now with the Biden administration and the FBI and all these other things, how there's a social contract. I agree. You didn't sign this. I didn't sign it, but it's the truth. I agree and you agree. We'll be law-abiding citizens. Right? I'm going to be. I'm going to pay my taxes, and I do. I'm going to be a law-abiding citizen for the most part. <laughs> but you, the government, you do have to provide me with some things. And one of the most important things, one of the most important parts of the social contract is the government providing you with safety and security. If I'm an American citizen with my family in a covered wagon and I'm going west up the, up the Bozeman Trail and my family gets attacked and killed, I'm going to have some serious questions for my congressman and senator about why I'm not safe going out west and why haven't you made me safe? Well, people weren't feeling safe and the government decided to do something about it. They decided to build three different forts along the Bozeman Trail, get some troops out there, Get some presence out there and maybe scare off these tribes. I swear on my life, I'm going to wrap up this story, hopefully next, and then we'll get back to George Soros, the Dr. Naomi Wolf interview, Joe Biden, gas prices in the works. Hang on. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. 
If you are an accredited investor, U.S. oil and gas should be part of your investment portfolio. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. Beyond the possibility to invest in a sector that historically delivers sound returns, when you invest with Labrador Energy, you have access to potential tax benefits, and you may be able to structure your investment to offset active or passive income. According to many sources, U.S. oil and gas drilling remains one of the best tax-advantaged income investments available. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. Labrador's core executive team has more than 190 years of combined oil and gas experience and has drilled thousands of oil and gas wells. They are dedicated to mitigating risk while providing accredited investors with sound returns. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. American energy independence is crucial for our national security and future prosperity, and Labrador Energy is leading the charge to make that a reality. Invest in U.S. oil and gas today. Learn more at LabradorEnergy.com. Offer for accredited investors only. Past performance is no indication of future results. Investing involves risk. Consult your legal, tax, and financial advisors and read the prospectus before making any investment decisions. Visit Labrador energy.com for the prospectus and more information your tax refund belongs to you not an identity thief over six billion dollars in tax refunds were flagged by the irs for possible identity theft in 2023 if you're in a bind this tax season lifelock can help lifelock monitors and alerts you to identity threats you may miss on your own even if you're careful with your personal information and if you do become the victim of tax-related identity fraud LifeLock has U.S.-based restoration specialists ready to help solve your identity theft issues. Plus, all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package, meaning LifeLock will reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Let LifeLock help you protect your financial information, so all you have to worry about is what to do with your tax refund. Go to LifeLock.com news and save up to 25% your first year. That's 25% off at lifelock.com slash news. Identity theft protection starts here. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Again, I swear this is a political talk show. We're taking a little history break. Why? Because I love it and I just wanted to. So we're taking a little history break. And then we're going to get to Joe Biden and his gigantic payoff to the solar industry and more George Soros tomfoolery and all kinds of problems at ESP or uh, CNN and much more tonight on the Jesse Kelly show. Before we get to that, I want to finish my history story. In case you missed it, I was giving a little buildup. This is post-Civil War. We're conquering the West from the Indians. We're having Indian troubles along the Bozeman Trail. They decided to build a three army forts along this trail to try to solve these problems. Now, you should know the fort we're going to talk about, it was grassland, rolling hilled grassland, and that's going to come into play here in a second because this is what happened. This is what was happening. We built the forts, and we like to imagine sometimes that we always were dominating the Indians all the time, but the truth is that's not true. Sometimes we didn't have enough manpower. Sometimes they had great leaders and were better organized. Sometimes they had more men than we did. And in this case, we walked into that area and we didn't have enough troops and they had lots of Lakota and Cheyenne and Arapaho troops there. And I mean, lots of them. And what they were doing was they were doing hit and runs 
not on the forts themselves. The Indians didn't possess siege weapons. They're not going to go up and attack the forts. So you wait and you attack people coming from the forts, going to the forts. The forts, remember how I said they were out in the grasslands? The forts had to send out wood-cutting crews who had to leave and go a ways away because these forts are still being built. You got to have wood <laughs> if you're going to be built. So they sent the crews out and built the forts. Now, here's the problem. The Indians started to figure out if we start attacking the wood-cutting crews, they'll have to send relief troops out to save them. They did this once. The Indians started attacking them. The Indians did kind of this feigned retreat where they acted like they were running away. The troops pursued. A couple troops got killed. Base commander rallies all the troops together. He was not very popular. I'm I'm not going to bother with his name because you'll just get confused. It doesn't matter. He called all the troops together and he said, stop chasing the Indians. When they run away from you, it's a fake retreat. Stop chasing the Indians. Well, it happened again. Wood train was being attacked. The signal was given back to the fort. Some guy named Fetterman, you'll know this as Fetterman's fight or Fetterman's massacre, not to give away the game, but Fetterman took about 80 dudes out there and he decided to ride out and save the wagon train, save the wood train. But then, I mean, the Indians are right there. Gosh, let's, let's go after them. He starts taking off after them. Now, some of the troops are on foot. Some of the troops are on horseback. They end up getting split up and they end up doing the one thing they were ordered not to do. They got too far from the fort and they got out of sight of the fort. They were about four miles away from the fort. They're in rolling grassland. They ended up getting separated, as I said, into three different groups. And these 80 troops did not realize they had just been suckered into an ambush against some say 2,000 Indians. Arapaho, Cheyenne, Lakota troops. Now, I'm not going to go into any more details. We're going to get back to Joe Biden and George Soros here in a second. But you should know the Indians didn't have really any guns. I mean, they had a few, but it was mostly bows and arrows and clubs and stuff like that, like you see in the movies. But they absolutely surrounded and overwhelmed these troops. And because there were three different pockets, the troops had just get surrounded, arrows flying from everywhere. The Indians said that they, they were so close to the troops shooting the arrows, they would miss them and hit their own guys on the other side. That's how, that's how close we're talking about. And they're screaming and people are dying. And the truth is, just like we talked about earlier, a lot of guys kind of gave up. There's a rumor the commanders shot themselves in the head. We don't know whether or not that's true. But we do know guys were begging for their lives, running out of ammunition, throwing down their weapons. Lots of guys fought on. Don't get me wrong. I'm not indicting everybody there. But we're talking about terror. You're alone. You're going to die. Which brings us to the hero of our story, a man by the name of Adolf Metzger. You see, he was a bugler. It's just what it sounds like. They have a bugle. Uh, don't don't be intimidated or don't be don't be fooled by that title. That was not some low grade thing. That was an honor to be a bugler. Was an honor. You're, you're signaling things. You're important to the unit. But he also had a weapon. Well, Adolf Metzger was in one of these groups that was surrounded and everyone was dying, and he had spent all of his ammunition. It was all gone. And Adolf Metzger didn't lay down. He didn't show his neck. He didn't give up. He took that freaking bugle and he chose to start beating people to death with it. And he beat so many Indians to death with his bugle that by the time he was finally killed, 
it was just a big mash of brass because he'd beaten so many Indians to death with it. And this is the coolest part of the story because he did die, of course. The Lakota had a, a tradition where they would send the women out after a battle. Generally, the men didn't do it, but the women would come out after the battle and they would mutilate the bodies in terrible, terrible ways. Fingers and toes and other things. Terrible, terrible ways. As a way to shock and horrify their enemies and, and uh, you know ruin their afterlife and that kind of a thing. This was routine what they did. And they did that to these troops. They went out and just massacred them. But not Adolf Metzger. Adolf Metzger fought like such a lion. The Indians were so impressed by this warrior... They carved a cross into his chest, not as an insult, but to show... Now, he was already dead. Not as an insult, but to show he died facing the enemy. He wasn't running away. He was still swinging a bugle. And then they didn't let a single person touch his body. They took one of their buffalo robes and they covered him up with it and draped him in it as as a way to honor a warrior. How about that for a story, fellas? Adolf Metzger, a story nobody knows about, an entirely cool story about an American hero and a warrior. And there is a rumor, I'm going to get yelled at by this, because all this took place in Wyoming, modern-day Wyoming. There's a rumor, there's a museum in Wyoming that has the bugle. Supposedly, you can look it up. The reason I'm telling you it's a rumor is... I don't think this bugle was found until like 1938 in that area. And they, they don't know whether or not it's the bugle. They say it's the bugle. You could go look at it. Maybe you want to imagine it's the bugle. Maybe it is. But there you go. There's the story of Adolf Metzger and all that other stuff. Now, now that history's done, let's get back to some icky politics. And it is icky. It's terrible. George Soros. I told you the story at the beginning of the show, I'm not going to tell it again, about how the communists, when they were doing the revolution in communist Russia, how part of that revolution was they went into the prisons, they took over the prisons, sent these angry mobs to the prisons, they overcome the, they overcame the prison guards, and they turned all the troops, all, all the prisoners loose. Now, why would you do that? The prisons were, yes, they had political prisoners in there, but you knew who they were. You could have just went and got them, but they didn't. They just threw the doors open. Why would you do that? Well, they did that because they understood the murderers and rapists in the prison would go out into the city streets and they would murder and rape and cause chaos and cause fear and it would cause the people to turn to someone else to lead them. I want you to understand something. I could read you headline after headline after headline from New York to Chicago to Philadelphia to L.A. to everything in between. I could read you all of these headlines about all the rises in violent crime and it's all these known criminals and people who just got out on bail and just got let out. And, and I could read you all these stories, but I'm not going to do that. You already know what's happening. Now, the question is, why is this happening? Is there perhaps somebody behind all this? And if there is, shouldn't we do something about that? We're going to talk about Soros. And then we'll get to Biden and Dr. Naomi Wolf and all that coming up on the Jesse Kelly Show. Hang on. Feeling a little stocky? Follow, like, and subscribe on social at Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Tuesday, and I'm going to get to that long Dr. Naomi Wolf interview that 
Apparently, everybody's up in arms about it. I do have to do a couple things here. First, one, I'm aware that Matthew McConaughey, the actor, I'm aware he went to the Senate today and gave a press conference. I, uh, look, in case you didn't know, I guess, I mean, got to put on my journalist hat, Chris. It's journalist Jesse. There's just no one better. We love Jesse. He's the best. Jesse, please kiss my baby. Jesse, 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 Jesse. Breaking news here on the Jesse Kelly Show News Desk. Matthew McConaughey got went to the Senate today and the White House to push for more gun control. I know that's a shock because he's a Hollywood actor, but uh, turns out he's a world-class piece of crap. He, of course, you know, tried to sound reasonable like they always do. Joining me now, Dr. Naomi Wolf, co-founder. Wait, that's the wrong button. Chris, play the McConaughey thing. <laughs> You're stupid. My day wore green high-top converse with a heart she had hand-drawn on the right toe because they represented her love of nature. Camilla's got these shoes. Can you show these shoes, please? Okay. Right. So in, in, in case you missed the crisis acting at the White House today, that was Matthew McConaughey, the actor, with his actress wife. They actually dragged up the shoes of one of the kids who was slaughtered in that school. Why are they doing all this? Because, again, the communist doesn't have human values but he is very aware of yours and he knows what works on you he sits there in a room and hands you a piece of paper and says let's pass gun control you probably don't move he holds up a dead kid's shoes and maybe he can get you to surrender more and more of your liberty and i heard people talking today of course they would say this you know i thought it was a very good speech it's time for moderation we got to come together. It's time for us to come together. If I hear one more person on the right talk about coming together, I'm going to have to pause the show, go vomit in the trash can for a couple minutes, and then come back and resume the show. These people are trying to destroy your country. These people believe young boys should be able to chop their penis off. These people, the president of the United States himself, pointed at half the country and blamed them for a pandemic and then tried to have them fired for it. These people are busy locking up and destroying the lives of political prisoners from January 6th while they turn their own street animals loose on the United States of America. We are not going to heal some divide. We're not going to come together. We can't crave quiet instead of craving peace. Real peace comes on the other side of victory over these people, and you won't ever see it in your lifetime, and neither will I. So learn to embrace the struggle. A little more moderation? Okay. Here's my proposal for moderation. Allow me to own fully automatic weapons. What, you, you don't want to do that? Oh, does moderation only involve you getting more of what you want? Why does, why does moderation never, ever, ever, ever involve me getting more of what I want? Ever. It never does. Never even a little bit. That's why government has only grown for 100 years. Because we got to moderate. We got to come together. We're not that divided. Oh, no, 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 no. We are. We are. Now, look. Speaking of come together, we did have a nice moment today. I, th I thought a very pleasant moment. There were some kids at the White House. And, of course, Joe Biden gets up in front of some kids. He's like a kid himself in a candy store. Joe wanted to come together. 
So thank you. And again, kids, thank you for being here, okay? Thank you very much. Maybe I can talk to you afterwards. Will you talk to me later? Okay. All right. Yeah, just go see Joe backstage. Don't worry about that, Mom and Dad. I'm sure there won't be a problem there. All right. Um, that actually is a really, really good way to lead me right into this. We are... I shouldn't say doomed because that's not right, right? This is the time in history we've been given. We have been given a time where we will be now in an eternal struggle, no matter your age, for the rest of our lives, for the future of what America looks like, for the, for the future of our culture. I promise you, if we're a bunch of weak, effeminate man babies, we are not going to win. And right now, testosterone levels are half of what they were 50 years ago. We must be strong. That involves doing certain things. Honestly, and look, I ain't no workout warrior. I'm not lecturing you. It involves some kind of workout plan. It does. It does. Do you have chalk yet? C-H-O-Q? I'm not advocating for medicines or chemicals. You know, I wouldn't do that. I'm talking natural herbal supplements from a patriotic company that loves this country and 20% increases in your testosterone in 90 days. With natural stuff. How are we not all doing this? They have a male vitality stack at choq.com. Go get it. They have a female vitality stack too, ladies. We all got to be in the fight. Choq.com. The promo code Jesse gets you 35% off, by the way. Chalk.com. Choq.com. Promo code Jesse. Now, speaking of strength. That's actually leading me right into something else. You know all the numbers. We talked about it. We, we've talked about it extensively. We've talked about it tonight about the, the, the crime levels in our cities from New York, Chicago, Philly, L.A., Miami, Baltimore. It, it just crossed the country. Seattle, crime wave after crime wave after crime wave after crime wave. Why? Well, because the communists are doing, as we talked about earlier in the show, turning violent criminals loose so they'll do violent criminal things, right? Well, how's that happening? Well, we have a bunch of DAs across the country. That's their policy. Turn violent criminals loose so they can commit more acts of violence. Well, Jesse, how could that happen? How how would that happen? George Soros spent $40 million to have these DAs elected in cities across America. I have said this before. I will say it again. What would any other powerful nation do in the history of mankind if there was a foreign-born rich guy funding civil unrest, murder, and mayhem in their streets? What would they do? I don't care about your empire. Pick it. Mongols, Romans, British Empire, the Ottomans. All the way back, Achaemenid Persians, the Assyrians. I mean, we know what the Assyrians would do. But look, pick your powerful country. What would any powerful country do if a foreign-born rich guy was purposely funding murder and civil unrest in their city streets? What would they do? Something, right? You may have arguments about what they would do or moral arguments about what they would do. But we all know they do something, right? The United States of America, because apparently we don't have any interest in continuing to exist. We not only don't do anything, there are pictures of several American politicians posing with the guy. They're doing this on purpose. The destruction is 
intentional. It is intentional. We have to understand and accept that. All right, I am finally going to get to emails. I've been lazy on that. And that Dr. Naomi Wolf interview from yesterday, you're all emailing me about. I'm going to play it again. I'm going to start it and stop it because we're going to discuss a few things throughout. But I'm going to get to all that tonight still on The Jesse Kelly Show. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine. Now through March 26, head in store, shop for all your favorite personal care essentials, and earn four times rewards points. Shop for items like Crest Toothpaste, Secret Deodorant, Old Spice Deodorant, or Gillette Razors. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. If you are an accredited investor, U.S. oil and gas should be part of your investment portfolio. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. Beyond the possibility to invest in a sector that historically delivers sound returns, when you invest with Labrador Energy, you may be able to structure your investment to offset active or passive income. According to many sources, U.S. oil and gas drilling remains one of the best tax-advantaged income investments available. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. You may be able to reduce your tax liability while investing in a sector that historically delivers sound returns. Learn more at LabradorEnergy.com today. Offer for accredited investors only. Past performance is no indication of future results. Investing involves risk. Consult your legal, tax, and financial advisors and read the prospectus before making any investment decisions. Visit LabradorEnergy.com for the prospectus and more information. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation supports America's greatest heroes, U.S. service members and first responders who die or are catastrophically injured in the line of duty and homeless veterans. The Foundation's Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran programs honor the sacrifices made for us by the men and women who risked their lives and bodies for our country and our communities. The Foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance across America with over 80 runs walks and climbs a year and dozens of golf outings and barbecues. The Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute educates kids in kindergarten through 12th grade about America's darkest day while helping our nation keep its vow to never forget. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. Never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices of our country's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Hey, it's Jesse Kelly. It's time for you to join half a million people in doing what? Well, doing something cool. Get a Burna Less Lethal Pistol. That's Burna, B-Y-R-N-A. It fires powerful ammunition, tear gas, kinetic ammo, incapacitates an attacker for 30, 40 minutes. Having a less lethal option is crucial. It's legal in all 50 states. No background checks are required. They ship it right to your door. B-Y-R-N-A dot com slash Jesse gets you an exclusive 10% discount. 